Hey guys, it's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease and financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call, 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay, buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. Hey guys, what's going on? Your host, your boy, George McKay, back live on location for the first time since March, since COVID broke, COVID hit us, and I got a good one today. I got one half of the new ownership of Battle Arts Academy. He is also one half of the ownership of HWE. Please help me welcome to Straight Talk Wrestling, the one and only, and also one half of Raunchy Nuts, AC Coca to Straight Talk Wrestling. How are you, brother? I'm doing very well, George. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, looking forward to this and uh, giving the viewers uh, something to some insight. Yeah, we're going to talk yeah. a lot about everything that's happened with, I mean, obviously your history. We'll go into that for sure. I want to know all about that. I want to know all about Raunchy Nuts. Also with one half of your, your tag team partner, Dave, who's also ownership of HWE with you. Absolutely. And here at Battle Arts. Talk about all the great things you got planned and the future. And also gluttonly pitch myself for a future commentary role. I right think that's on. a good idea. Right I just did that. See the segue, guys? I'm so good yeah, at segways. Get, getting it in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the first question I always ask, and I haven't asked this in forever, but I feel like you would have an awesome answer for this one. All right. Everyone's got that moment in time where they remember falling in love with the business we're going to be talking about today. Mm -hmm. Do you remember, I call it the defining moment. Yeah. Do you remember your defining moment? I, I, I do, uh, very much so. So uh, I've been watching pro wrestling ever since I was three years old, but at that time, obviously it's a little bit harder to remember things. But I will say that uh, WrestleMania six is my defining moment. Uh, Hulk Hogan versus The Ultimate Warrior, which was in Toronto. Um, so there's a, there's a plug there for the GTA. But um, I literally, I remember spending time with my grandmother and uh, at my aunt's house and renting the video cassette of WrestleMania six over and over and over again. Should so, we should we talk about what a video cassette is so we can fill people in? Yeah, on that? some because people may we're even aging, know. We're aging ourselves yeah, yeah, horribly right now. That's true. I shouldn't have probably said. So a video cassette <laughs> was the thing about this big, <laughs> and it was before DVDs and before Blu-rays, which yeah. now, as you all know, you young pups out there, digital. Everything's just on your phone. We didn't have that option. There was actually a, a company called Blockbuster. That's right. Or Jumbo Video. Yeah, yeah. Or, or convenience store. Rogers that... Video. <laughs> Rogers Canada had a video store. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh, you know, at that time there was no WWE Network, so that's that's how that you was, had... your that was your on-demand service. That was your on-demand service. That that moment was huge, though. I mean, WrestleMania six, Hogan Warrior face face. You know, uh, hadn't the, been done the before poster. in the business. Oh yeah, the, the po poster. Yeah. Like, just, just looking at that as a kid, and that was definitely my defining moment, 100% hands down. And I think that's a great yeah. moment. That's, that's probably, hands down, that's a personal WrestleMania for all of us in the GTA because it was here, yeah. in-house. Just like 18 is also a personal one because, again, it was here, yeah. in-house. Which I was there for. 18? Yeah. Oh, nice. I, I'm wearing my Austin shirt, and I immediately took it off to reveal my 1985, maybe, Hulk. Hulk Hogan shirt. Of Hulk course, because he fought The Rock. Blue yep. with the yellow. And it was like, that was a moment. I'm like, oh my God, he's here. 
you know. So and he still a, looks over tanned and yeah, over steroided, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Which was I'm, a great match him and The Rock had. So. Well, I mean, The Rock is one of those storytellers that a lot of people underrate his skill in the ring. Yeah. I mean, he's he's hands down probably one of the best ever did it on the mic, but his skill in the ring is great. I just um, I find The Rock to be I kind of call them five trick ponies. Okay. Much like uh, John Cena yeah, and cool. even Hulk Hogan. Yeah. They're great on the mic. They're legends. They're icons. But really, if you think about it, can you go back and list more than five moves of any one of those guys? Not really. That's why I call him the five-trick Not pony. Really. It's, it's an yeah. unfortunate stigma, but it is the truth in the business. Yeah, yeah. Cena, I think he, he had that stigma about him. And then he started doing some, some other stuff like towards the end of his last run, I suppose. Uh, or when he was the United States champion and had that open challenge, he was doing a little bit of stuff. I even seen a Hulk Hogan match from Japan, and uh, I don't know what he, he used some sort of a leg lock, and I'm like, really? Like since when? It's because he's in Japan that he had to. You got You got to use. You got to use what that particular yeah. crowd is into <laughs> at the time. But if you're North American, yeah. all you want to see is a leg drop, which in oh, hindsight yeah. can't. Let's be honest, you've trained in the ring for a long time. The leg drop cannot put anybody down. No, no. The Hulk up, the three punches, send him off, big boot, leg drop, it's over. Yeah. When you were a kid, did you want to (laughs) shave half your head? I did. I wanted to shave half my head and, like, grow it out long like he did. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking now, you know, I want to keep my hair, but... You know, back then I was I was definitely a Hulk. I, I know my hairline was here <laughs> once upon a time. Yeah. And it's, well, two daughters now. It's made a lot yeah. of things thin out. Yeah, I got I got the same thing. I got a 13 year old daughter, and you know, who's all I'm I met okay, before we went on the show. She's she's almost his size. Yeah, height wise. Yeah, she's, she's getting there for sure. <laughs> all right, so let's let's talk about I mean the inception of so many things. Let's talk about the inception of uh, Raunchy Nuts. Okay. Let's talk about how that got started and, and tag team wrestling. I'm a big advocate of tag team wrestling. I love tag team wrestling. I find it the truest, purest form of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, it's two people have to be in synergy all the time. Yeah, and true. I'm about tag teams who come up together. I will rep a Gallows and Anderson. Mm-hmm. I will rep, um, you know, so many great tag teams who are not, oh, uh, FTR, so many great yeah. tag teams that have come up together. Yeah. I'm not a fan, however, of throwing together tag teams. Okay. Big pro wrestling companies love to do this, where they throw together two guys. Oh, absolutely. Cesaro and Sheamus was a perfect example when they were a bar, both singles wrestlers thrown yeah. together because they didn't have anything to do with them. That's true. And then they become a great tag team. Yeah, they but were. But I, I find fluidity to be in coming up together, mm-hmm. working together, striving together for one common goal, which is to rock any tag team belts you can get your yeah, hands on. For sure. So talk to me about, I guess, when you started this, why tag team wrestling over singles run? Okay. And then let's get into the inception of HWE and all the great stuff you did with there before we get into what you've done with Battle Arts and what your plans are for the future with Battle Arts. Okay. Well, I feel like I can transition this. So uh, so with uh, training, um, we both of us, me and Dave, trained out of the Hamilton Pro Wrestling Academy with Rip Impact. Um, fantastic Canadian legend, for yeah, sure, 100%. Fantastic, uh, great guy. Um, so with that being said, you know, running through uh, the shows that we were doing in Hamilton and such, uh, I see Dave come along. So Dave started shortly after me, and, um, you know, he, this guy's rocking pink. So pink was my color. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an avid Bret Hart fan, okay, the Hart Foundation. Um, Did you also have a wet mullet with curly hair back no, in the day? No, no, I did have long blonde hair once. I'm obsessed with 1980s mullets. When I watch <laughs> back old school stuff, I do make fun yeah. of it. Like, I, I look back at, if we're going to talk Bret Hart for a second, just to spin <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite Bret Hart matches, obviously him versus his brother, WrestleMania 10. Oh. I can watch that match. I mean, that's a match that anybody who asks me, yeah. what's a match I can watch and just fall in love with wrestling? That's a match for oh, me. Oh, that's a great match. But also, Mr. Perfect 
and Bret Hart at SummerSlam. Intercontinental Championship. Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. His back was hurting. Everybody knows he was going to drop the title that night. Yeah. But the story that was told and how much back pain he had. Oh, yeah. But what I love about that match most of all, though, and I know you remember this being who you are, yeah. is how Bret Hart's back was attacked by Mr. Perfect. Yeah. So they could play on almost even field. That's right. And I felt that that was a great part of the match that a lot of people don't pick up on. Mm -hmm. And that was probably thought of, like, in the preparation for that match. Between two legends and icons. And, and how great of wrestlers that both of those, both of them are, you know, were. Um, and in that match, and I'm thinking, you know, with, with Kurt Henning in his back at that time, like that sharpshooter finish, he wrenched it in. It looked like he I was I think it was a down. little insult to injury on that point. Yeah, I mean. You <laughs> if know, I'm going to take your gold, I'm going to take yeah. it. You're not gonna I love giving away. a sharpshooter. I've taken a sharpshooter, and that's, it's not easy on the back. No, it isn't. Yeah. Because like, the shoot, deeper, it's not the easy deeper, The deeper you squat down, yeah. the more pressure is oh, put, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, you know, all of our backs are the same, so it's, you know, it's going to cause you some pain. Now, yeah. would you consider that to be more pain wrenching than, say, a Scorpion Deathlock by Sting? Because Sting's is a sharpshooter, but st kind of standing up. Yeah, right? no, a sharpshooter would be more impactful. Not the Scorpion Deathlock. Yeah, it would, it would be the sharpshooter. I'm an avid Sting fan too. Okay, yeah. Yeah, black and white yeah, face yeah. paint. Yeah, looking like the crow. Yeah, wolf all angry with a trench coat. I mean, that was the '90s. <laughs> yeah, that was the '90s for a lot of yeah. people. I didn't like the Wolf Pack Sting. That was the the, the red, red and black thing. Yeah, the red face was. Well, he was on a lot of coke at that time, so his nose was white, maybe but that, everything else was red and black. Yeah, maybe that explains. Yeah, there's a yeah. Lot, lot of explanations yeah. there. Um, if you don't know what coke is, Google it. It's not the drink. I'm yeah, not going to tell you though. Yeah, no, not a good <laughs> subject. Um, but back to you. So yeah, tag yeah. team wrestling. Dave was rocking pink. Yeah, Dave was rocking pink, and uh, and we were to have a one on one match. So we had a one on one match, and it was you know pink versus pink, and um, and anyways that's how that started. I said, hey man, I said. You can't come in here rocking pink. I said, we're going to have a match. So the two of us have a match. And at the end of it, uh, now there's, there's not been a tag team in place in, in Hamilton Pro Wrestling yet at this point. Um, and at the end of the match, Dave gifted me with a jacket. So uh, it was a screwy finish. He had his feet on the ropes. I wasn't too happy about that. Typical Dave. Right? Typical Dave. And, and you know, and if he I, was standing in this room right now, I would give him some. Oh, hi, yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. off camera. Yeah, I knocked him out. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the, the fans are going nuts. You know, like, you know, there's, I don't know, 250 people in attendance. Uh, anyways, he gives me, so he brings out this pink bag. And the pink bag comes from underneath the ring apron, and it's a jacket that matches his jacket, but with my logo on. So we wear pink, we, we got the frills and all that stuff. So I, I look at it and the fans are, they're going nuts. And you know, should I do this? Should I do this? And I pick up and I grab the microphone and I said, you know what? I said, between the two of us, cause raunchy Ronnie Randelson is Dave's wrestling name and coconuts is my thing, uh, AC Coca. And I said, you know, between the two of us, this is raunchy nuts. And the crowd exploded um, legit. And it was probably the best moment uh, to date, we've had some cool moments, but um, after that, we kind of solidified, you know, well, not solidified, but started the tag team division uh, in Hamilton. And uh, once the championships came, uh, we did win the Hamilton Pro Wrestling Tag Team Championships and held them for a year. Um, we were supposed to have a cage match, first ever cage match, which was supposed to happen back in the springtime for Spring Slam, which obviously got postponed due to COVID. Um, fucking COVID. Yeah, yeah, that's bull because I really want a cage match. So, you know, um, going from there, that's how Raunchy Nuts started. Uh, that took off. Uh, slap that meets our slogan. Uh, eat it, beat it, repeat it. Stuff that's hanging up here in the battle shop. All available, guys, at yeah. Battle Arts Academy. <laughs> 
So uh, from there though, like Dave and I obviously, you know, like we're, we're the best of friends and uh, the partnership that we had not only uh, in wrestling translated into business. So uh, shortly, shortly uh, not shortly after, but with, with time obviously passing by, uh, we started Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment and HWE kind of took off on its own. Uh, we had several events uh, in the Hamilton area. Uh, we did Flamborough. Uh, for a pop-up event, we called that, and uh, we were affiliated with Cable 14 in Hamilton, um, which we won an award for, which was which was awesome. Um, so you know, not only were we on the internet, but we were also on cable TV. Um, you know, doing commercials there with like Puff and Pretty Ricky. Uh, you know, having those guys come in. Obviously, there's so many of us, uh, but that was a fun experience. And HW kind of just took off. So. Um, you know, we were successful that way and uh, had our own, you know, obviously championships came into play. Um, but it's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. We actually had our last event um, the week before everything was kind of shut down for COVID. So we had like 650 to 700 people inside Carmen's Banquet Center in Hamilton. And a week later is when everything was shut down. So scary know, times, scary times for sure. I'm glad that we had that event because we did crown our television champion in Johnny D and our heavyweight champion in Rip Impact. So, you know, more to come, obviously, and now, obviously, more is on its way. Well, you know what, we're, we're kind of in the midst, it's weird, we're kind of in the midst of a change mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. And not to get too political, but um, something was announced today, so we're gonna obviously date this, this is gonna drop in December, close to Christmas, but something happened today that is kind of the first wind of change, and that's being a newly elected president of the United States. Right. Now, we're here in Canada, but uh, congratulations to Joe Biden and everything that his campaign did, running a clean campaign against, uh, as my daughter calls him, the Cheeto Man, which would be Donald Trump. Yeah, hashtag Cheeto Man. Let's hope it's a clean campaign. Well, I mean, you want to hope, but po- politics are a sketchy thing. I politics mean, are everywhere. Especially here in Canada. I mean, look at our leader. One day he goes blackface, next day he's, you know, in a fucking thing for, in a cottage <laughs> for fucking three months. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. Makes no sense. You can tell I really love Justin Trudeau, by the way. Huge fan. Um, so... With the wind of change, right. something else happened here in Mississauga. There was right. a wind of change. Anthony Corelli, who was the former owner of Battle Arts Academy, mm-hmm. him and his family found their forever home in Georgian Bay Area, yeah. which is fantastic. It's awesome. Yeah. But it left a lot of things up in the air. Now, when I think of Ontario Indie Wrestling, there are a lot of staples to the community. Mm-hmm. There is Hamilton, which has so many fantastic promotions. You've got yourselves out there, sure. HWE. You've got um, Alpha One is Alpha out there. there. There's so many promotions in that in that city yeah, alone. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a yeah. hotbed for wrestling for sure. because it's so close to Buffalo mm-hmm. that you can literally drive an hour and a half across the border yeah. and somebody can hit a gig and drive an hour and a half home. For sure. It really is. Yeah. Also, it's, um, it's next to Burlington, which... Um, I consider the armpit of Canada. It smells like shit in Burlington, but I'm just <laughs> sorry. Anybody from Burlington, I love Burlington. Yeah. It's great. I love driving through Burlington. Driving through it. Um, but winds of change happened, and there was a lot up in the air. And, and here, especially at Ballard's Academy, the Don Koloff Arena, that is a staple it is. in Ontario indie period. It is. A lot of big names have been housed here. A lot of great promotions run out of here. A couple I'm proud to be affiliated with Destiny Wrestling, run by the Iceman. Um, you know, Revolution Women's Wrestling, run by my good friend Chris Levenwa. Yeah. Took me a long time to learn how to say Levenwa. For a long time, I thought he was Greek and it was Levonis, but it's oh, not. Oh, yeah, He yeah. corrected me on my own show. Yeah, Hi, Chris. That, that French, yeah. you know, way of saying things. Yeah, like, like he was the 15th Musketeer or some shit, Levenwa. <laughs> all right, all right. But a lot of Same great promotions friend. run out of here. And um, I was excited when it was announced that you guys were going to take over this facility. 
because I thought, okay, now we're talking about guys who have had some huge success in the Hamilton scene. Mm -hmm. They're bringing their experience here. And in my head, as a wrestling fan, I'm already seeing cross-promotion ideas. I'm seeing invasion <laughs> angles. I'm seeing HWE crashing a battle art show. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing roster versus roster. I mean, yeah. as a wrestling fan, it doesn't get any better than that. I should book, by the way, just yeah, say. There's so many exciting things that can There's happen, so right? many exciting things. And that's the great thing about wrestling. Wrestling is something for me that since I was a kid, I mean, I watched my defining moment, if you've watched the show, is a lot of people know it, but it's, I watched a bootleg tape, Christmas time, Superfly Snooker, the Madison Square Garden show, oh, yeah. when he took the jump from the, the top jump. of the cage. Yeah, yeah. Foley was in the crowd. I was not in the crowd. I was like six. Yeah, Foley was but there. I remember beating the crap out of my little cousin on Christmas Eve, waiting for gifts to be open, and I just turn around, and I see this dude looking like Tarzan yeah. on top of a cage Super jumping. Bad. And as he hit the ground, I looked at my dad, and I said, what's that? Mm -hmm. And my dad goes, this is wrestling. There's guys like Hulk Hogan. I'm like, I don't know who that is, but this guy's yeah, cool. I awesome. want to be this guy for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? I go, I want to walk around in leopard underwear and jump Did from the top it? of things. Did you do it? Not the leopard underwear. <laughs> but I jumped from a lot of shit in my yeah, house. Yeah. I broke a couple of my parents' coffee tables, which nice. I did not pay them back for. Nice. But wrestling has given so much to me in terms of what the sport has done for me in my personal life and my career, but the podcast has yeah. grown and everything like that, that it's just, it's something that I've always went back to in my life. Every time I was down or something was bothering me, I would drift away and watch wrestling for two hours. It's like a safe zone. It is. Yeah. Anybody who's a wrestling fan, you're always accepted and loved. There's no judgment in a wrestling fan. That's right. And it was a great, when I got back into it, because I fell out of it for a little bit, but I got back into it right at the tail end of 95 before everything exploded with the right. Monday Night Wars. For sure. And we were spoiled back then. Yeah. We saw a lot of Very great moments, so. but a lot of negative moments. There's a lot of bad that went with yeah. the uh, Monday Night Wars. People yeah. relevant as the best time in wrestling. Yeah. As great as it was... There was a lot of horrible shit. There was a lot of weird shit Absolutely. that happened. Kane had sex with a dead girl. Yeah. Mae Young gave birth to a hand. Yeah. There was weird shit that happened the in the Monday Night Wars. The way women's wrestling was perceived back then and just oh, all the angles. Like I will never show yeah. my daughter, yeah. the mini host, I will never show her anything that happened in circa 96, 97 unless it's Trish versus Lita. Because yeah. that was the only kind they of wrestling that was, good, that was good back then yeah. for, for women. For and sure. I believe those two icons, they paved the way for what we have now. And what we have Definitely. now is, is classic. And I'm a big advocate of, of women's wrestling. We mm -hmm. mentioned that before we went on. Yeah. But with all the things that can happen, how did this kind of happen? I mean, Anthony must have had so many people reach out to him about how we could do it, what we could yeah. do, how we could grow the brand. But how did Anthony settle on you guys? Because, I mean, if somebody's going to hand over what they built. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy transition to For do. For sure. No, this is, this is definitely his baby. This was his from the, from the get-go. Um, I, I, there's videos online of, you know, the construction of the place. And um, really what, what had happened was, you know, online, uh, which we see everything now these days, I saw a post from Anthony. And, um, and in Anthony's post, uh, he had described how you know, him and his family were transitioning and it was kind of, uh, you know, a, a new life that he wanted, you know, and everybody ha is entitled to that. Uh, we all make transitions in our life that lead us down different paths. And really, I mean, like the post was that Battle Arts was, was closing. So with Battle Arts closing, not only did I read that, but I also read a lot of the students and, and everyone that calls us home. Um, whether it be pro wrestling, Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, uh, Olympic wrestling, at the time Judo. Um, this was home for a lot of people. And just like wrestling being a safe zone for, for pro wrestling fans, you know, this is 
you know, a lot of the, the members and the students here, this is their safe zone. You know, you go through life and, you know, your day to day, but you come here, you train hard for whatever it is that you're trying to succeed at. So, and a lot of them, you know, were, were down about it. Um, I had immediately, because Dave and I talk a million times a day, um, I immediately called Dave and I had uh, read to him what, what I, you know, off of Anthony's post. And I said, how can we make this happen? So this was a, it was an idea of ours, not just for battle arts, um, but in general, what we wanted to do to help the business grow. Um, so seeing the opportunity to come here uh, to battle arts, obviously the great facility, you know, you know, what, what happens here, who's been here, uh, the students, the home, you know, it's longevity. Uh, I said, how can we make this happen? And, uh, and we reached out to Anthony. We had actually uh, filmed uh, a match that's on YouTube. Uh, it, was, it was quite funny with him and uh, Stone Rockwell, Nick, Asylum. Um, and, you know, so that kind of started the relationship. Um, Anthony came in, they did some filming for HWE, uh, the HWE network uh, with him and Nick um, on his show that's on the network. And anyhow, so we got together with Anthony. We had this great meeting. Uh, we spent some time with him at the beach. I think that, uh, and even he had said it, I believe in the post that he had, you know, put out afterwards saying battle arts will remain open, was, uh, you know, he, he trusted in who we are. And, uh, you know, the, the human beings that we are, what we stand for, our values. Um, great know, heads of hair. Right, right. All three of you, great heads Dave's of hair. Dave's a barber, so I get my cuts for free. Uh, but you might have to pay, George. So, but, <laughs> but um, you know, the people Hold that Hold on are, a second. We're talking about having to pay for haircuts. All right, all right. No, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 25 now, but... Uh, $25 for a haircut? <laughs> Do well, you give me a scalp massage with that too? Because you complain about it or else it would have been 20. I didn't complain. I, well, I politely, <laughs> agitatively suggested that what the fuck is <laughs> what I said. Yeah, see, now you swore, so now it's 30, right? Getting heckled on my own show. All right. So, uh, so anyways, just like the people that we are, I think that we mesh very well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Dave and I were, were able to... Uh, to make this happen. To make this happen. So we're, we're happy to be here. Not only are we happy to be here for the opportunity of growth, uh, but for the opportunity to continue having this be a home for many students of many sports. Right, and there was a great thing that happened in the summertime, tail end of September. You guys had two outdoor shows. I was yes. able to attend one on the Saturday, which was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't able to attend one on the Sunday, but one on the Sunday was interesting because we had a lot of title changes on the Sunday. Yes. And we had a lot of title changes on the Saturday. The tag team champs, Joe and Mike, who I had on the show, uh, mm -hmm. they dropped their titles. Yes. And we have some new champions. Yes. And um, O'Connor and, um, and Lee Costa, Costa yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah. Lee Costa's great. Um, and so was O'Connor as well. And then we also, your champion, mm -hmm. um, dropped his belt to yeah. his, his former, partner former partner and best friend. Those are the storylines you love the most. It's such a simple storyline. Yes. When two friends cross the line, when one, the green-eyed monster rears its ugly head. Yeah. Jealousy is a, is a fickle bitch. I wonder if that's going to happen with Dave and I. I don't think so. No? I think you guys are past the point of now just being <laughs> friends. I think you guys are, are soulmates. Yeah. I think you're going to walk through yeah, life yeah. together. Bromance. Yes, you have bromances. It's a bromance. It's a heavy bromance. It's a bromance. We're developing one too until the haircut incident. Right? Now it's gone out the door. Yeah, completely. what happened? <laughs> but, um, and also your woman's title because Amy Crimson was not able to attend her, right. her defend her title. Mm -hmm. But you had two fantastic opponents mm -hmm. and uh, the daughter of the former owner, 
Yeah. Yonka Corelli now has taken her rightful place at the helm yeah. of the women's division. Yeah, yeah, her and Ashley had a match there, and Bianca came out on top. And with Amy Crimson, I mean, she's put out some stuff online recently too, where, uh, you know, gearing up for a return. So that'll be interesting um, to see where the women's division goes. Uh, you know, Amy Crimson did not lose her championship. She forfeited it due to COVID, um, you know, but so we'll, we'll see what happens there. And then Scarlett went up to Lena. Um, that was so, a great match. Yeah. That was probably my match, my favorite match of the night yeah, on the Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and especially seeing Elena, who is, if any of you haven't seen it, check out all the stuff on the socials. It is up on YouTube and stuff mm -hmm. like that. There's clips I posted on Straight Talk as well. Um, she is literally four foot something. Yeah. But she spun around Scarlet and she did AJ Lee's Black Widow yes. in almost picture perfect yeah. form. I saw that and like the swing and how she caught it, and I was like, but then that's, Scarlet, that's cool. Scarlet, I mean, there's, yeah. there's nothing but pure power in that girl's arms. Yeah. So even yeah. a Black Widow on her is not going to slow her down. For sure. And uh, she was actually on the show uh, back in October, so you guys can go check that out as well. She, um, I picked her as one of my rising stars, somebody to watch in 2021, because even with COVID restrictions and everything that's happening, right now Peel is in the red zone, yeah. hoping to get back to the orange zone. Yeah. And the orange zone means shows can start resuming. Indoor shows, minimum of 50 people. So, so we all want as wrestling fans. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I'm licking my lips to get back to a fucking yeah. show. I don't even care. It could be yeah. a whole bunch of midgets in a ring. I'll put my daughter in right. the ring just to see her wrestle around with right. somebody. I don't care. Yeah. I won't put myself you in the ring. I'm, this is my moneymaker. I can't, I can't hurt this. Yeah. You see, I can't. Yeah, this is either. everything. Me either. Well, there's a couple dents and bumps and stuff. Yeah. You're not going to be able to see it so much. It's an HD camera. Thank you. He's wearing a lot of makeup. I am not. I'm all natural as I always do. Yeah, yeah. I had the, make <laughs> yeah. the makeup artist. Yeah, the make his wife was here earlier. Yeah, she he also had up. to dry. Whoops, I shook the table. Up. He also had to dry his shirt to make sure it was pristine yeah, yeah, and not no, wrinkle, no wrinkle wrinkles, free, wrinkle no free. Wrinkles. So, um, but with those, with, you know, with shows being able to happen and with what happened in September with all the title changes, um, I'm kind of interested to see from COVID, coming back from COVID, who's going to step up their game. Mm -hmm. I really do want to see if you have a championship, you know, not only you know, are you going to defend that championship? But I want you to represent battle arts. So that also leads me to something that I, you know, I've kind of heard around. Obviously, I've been in the indie scene and, you know, hearing some sort of stigma. I think you mentioned it in the Scarlet interview. I have, and I've, it's not the first time that I've mentioned it. Every time I interview a battle arts uh, star, I kind of get their perspective because there is a stigma. A lot of times, battle arts wrestlers don't necessarily get utilized at shows. Right. Because of the simple fact that if you're a battle arts trained wrestler, there is a fast track to the WWE through Anthony Corelli. Uh, is it true? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I've heard the stigma a lot, and I don't think it's fair or justified. I don't think it's fair or justified either. And, and coming, coming in here, spending time here, getting to know the pro wrestlers and the students that are trained to become pro wrestlers, um, I don't see that at all. I, I, see, I see students who are dedicated to the craft. Uh, we have three nights a week of wrestling. Not only are they coming in to train for pro wrestling, but uh, here, I'll give you an example. You talk about women's wrestling, Ashley, or uh, some fans may know her as Smashley. Um, coming in here well before pro wrestling class because their memberships give them access to many things here at the facility. Um, it is the Ontario Performance Center, so there's, there's well above just pro wrestling here, but com coming in, doing a workout, not only doing the workout for 45 minutes, then taking a Muay Thai class. After Muay Thai, pro wrestling. Like, that's dedication. Uh, 
you know, and I, I don't understand what the stigma was. So Dave and I coming in here, um, you know, again, we're involved with the indie scene. Uh, of course, you know, Anthony is uh, very much still, you know, the heart of battle arts and, and, and still a home for Anthony. And, uh, and we also have a new coach in, in Nick, uh, Stone Rockwell. Who's been one of my white white horses? I'll I'll lay this out right now in straight talk. I've hit him up numerous times for an interview. Yeah, and have not gotten back. No, and I'm not saying that. Well, we uh, can fix that. I, mean, I know we can. Yeah, I know we can. You yeah. write his paycheck. Yeah, we can fix it. And that. I can demand anything because it's my show. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah. I can demand things. Yeah, but so, if we could if we could set that up, we great. I love Stone Rockwell. I yeah. think he's a genuine, fantastic wrestler. Great character. Yeah. And uh, when he, you guys brought him on as coach, I was like. Perfect. Who else better than a guy who spent 20 plus years in this business, right. who knows this business, who knows how to design a great character. Yeah. And that's actually 100%. one thing. I've never actually had the ability to pick. I picked Anthony's brain when I sat down with him, which is also available on my archive, Straight Talk Wrestling. See, glutton for promotion. Plug. Segways. Yeah. Always segue. Yeah. Cheap plug. Uh, cheap, of course it's a cheap plug. Yeah. My show, it's yeah. free. It's got to be. Um, yeah. But character development. Right. This is, this is something interesting for me because this is now getting your perspective on character development. Okay. Let's say I come in as a new student mm -hmm. and I go through the reins, I go through the ringer, I go through the first initial couple of classes. You guys see that I'm dedicated, I'm willing to work hard. Right. And you come up to me and you say, okay, George, guess what? We're going to do a Rising Stars show in a month, okay. which is the undercard show to the main roster shows that they have here at Battle Arts, is a rise, which are up-and-comers, which I think is a great thing. It's a great oh, program sure it because it gives those kids who are in the classes that are not necessarily ready for the main roster, it gives them a chance to perform and work in front of a crowd and get comfortable in There's front of a crowd. experience there. Experience, you earn okay, your stripes. Yes. You earn, not just hitting the ropes, but you got to earn your stripes outside in front of a crowd because right. a wrestling crowd is a fickle bitch, man. That's right. They can love you one minute and they can turn on you the next. But you also need to I know to Dave experienced it a lot. Right. You, I don't think so, but Dave has. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. But you need to be, uh, you know, you, you got to earn that spot. So with, with, even with the Rising Stars shows, um, and we're going to touch on the characters. I know you were trying to get to the characters, but... Um, you know, coming in, just because you may show up uh, and, you know, you're, you're going to show up once a week or, you know, whatever the case is, that doesn't mean that you're getting a spot. You better earn your spot. And, and you have to keep your spot. And you got to keep your spot. Okay. And that's what's going to happen here. And, um, you know, uh, with characters, I, I'm not sure which way you want to go with the character development. Well, but, but, so let's go back to my question yeah. here for a second. Um, so I go in, I, I show the work, I show the dedication. Right. You guys think now, okay, I've earned a spot. So right. you come up to me and you say, okay, we think you've earned a spot. we got a show in a month. We need you to come up with a character. Or do you say, this is kind of what we want you to try mm -hmm. the first time around. Do you give your students a little bit of freedom and a little bit of rope to kind of go out there and do their own thing a little bit? Or do you say, let's tweak this, let's tweak that? Or how does it break down? Do you come up with a name first? Yeah. Or do you come up with a backstory for your character first? How does yeah. it all work? Well, uh, Dave and I, I mean, obviously we have our characters. Um, but I mean, that's a big part of pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, to, to be a pro wrestler, there's a lot of things that go along with it. Character is huge. I mean, you could go in there and you could do as many flips as you want and, you know, as many, you know, arm bars or leg locks or whatever. But if the fans don't buy into you, mm -hmm. it's, there's no point to it. You know, I'm, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to be bored for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. There's got to be interaction. There's got to be a character. So coming in, you train. Uh, obviously, you want to come up with a name. You know, do you need a backstory? Maybe. I mean, if you're asked uh, for a story on your character. Or what about slogans? 
or you know you're gonna come up with merch and you know you're gonna brand yourself there's a key word to mm -hmm. brand yourself mm -hmm. um, you know we branded our characters uh, I think that that's a benefit to anyone that wants to take pro wrestling seriously mm -hmm. uh, brand yourself and it, it can't be generic you know what I mean like if, if you're gonna come out and you're gonna wear um, you're gonna be stone cold you're gonna wear black and you know there's there's nothing to the character well but what did stone cold do it was his mouth oh. it was what he said it was the way he acted the interaction with vince mcmahon and that built up the stone cold character which ultimately built up vince mcmahon as a heel himself mm -hmm. so there was something to it so um definitely you know coming up with a character and you know then what's your move set with the character mm -hmm. right so you know, uh, I like to think like in, in our tag team, uh, Dave and I, uh, there's a contrast like, you know, he's more skilled, like he holds a, pur a purple belt in jujitsu. He's more of a technical guy. I'm more of a power guy. You know what I mean? So, okay, what does he do in the ring? That's different th than what I do. And then how do we mesh that together? You know, so your, your move set, you know, could be related to the character that you portray. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're a high-flying luchador, then you're gonna do lucha moves. And you know what I mean? If you're a power guy, you're gonna do power moves. And everything just needs to make sense. Does that make sense? It absolutely does make sense. I get yeah. it. You, you've gotta kind of develop the character around yourself. But okay, let's, let's play a game for a second here, okay. if, you're, if you're up for this. Um, okay. Let's say I'm a student, and it's my, I've, I've earned my spot. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> what would you suggest for a character for me? With just straight, like you, you don't have any yeah. idea. I, you, I, I, you like are. I come to you and I, you guys have already come to me and said, okay, you've got your spot, George. You, like, you got the show in a month. And I, after a week of racking my brain trying to come up with, with stuff, going to my fridge and looking for inspiration. Do I call myself Sunny D? Like what, what the fuck do I do? Okay. And I come to you and I say, okay, AC, listen, man, I've been scratching my, my brain. I've been doing, I would sleepless nights trying okay. to figure out who I am. Okay. I got yeah. it. For you, particularly with straight talk wrestling. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're a straight shooter with your mouth. So, how about you call people out on the shit that they're doing, whether that be, you know, maybe you're, you're speaking the truth. Mm. You're, you know what I mean? You're, you're gonna call it as it is, mm -hmm. where you're kind of crossing the lines of reality and not. So I could call somebody out for what they did backstage or at practice the day before. Right. I like it. Or, you know, like things that made, you know, I, I like that because that adds some realism to it. I like when the realism does creep through. It makes it for a more genuine, like if two, right. it, like, cause you're not going to like everybody. Right. So let's write a storyline for me right now. Let's say I'm in class and there's this new kid that comes in and I just don't like his face. Okay. You're not going to like everybody in life. Mm -hmm. We know this. You but and I be, like each other. But just because. Dave and I were, we're on. You're iffy? We're iffy right now. Okay. But we like each other. <laughs> so let's say I see Dave and I'm like, I don't like this guy. Okay. So I decide. You know what? I got my first promo I got to cut yeah. at the Rising Star. So I'm going to walk out and I'm going to say, you know what? I've been here now. I've been training for six months, three months, whatever, and I'm doing my thing. Mm -hmm. And there's this guy, this flashy mohawk and his barber fucking college certificate. And he's just walking around giving free haircuts to everybody else but me. And charging you premium. So I want, at the next Battle Arts show, to have a hair versus hair match. Nice. And I want it to be anywhere I want to go. Last man standing, hair versus hair throughout the entire building I match. Like it. I actually I want like to it. close the building down. 
and have us start at opposite ends of the building looking for each other, finding each Someone's other. Someone's going bald. Playing mind games. And at the end of it all, mm -hmm. I shave Dave's head. Because I cool. win. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I can, I can get the Clippers for you. And I could dress like Donald Trump. But so, so but you, right, right? We'll get you a spray tan before Perfect. you go on. Walk around um, going lies, China. Right, China, <laughs> China, um, right? But again, so, but a straight shooter, right? Why don't you like Dave, right? Is it because of the haircuts? So you're gonna talk, you're gonna talk shit about his haircuts or maybe the fact that he gives bad haircuts? I think mine looks all right. Maybe but, bring out some examples up right? on, the, on the screen and say, right? look before, look after. You know, look what happened. You got to back it up. And that's the thing. So again, for a character with what we're saying for you, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, I'd be like from the mouth or like, oh, and then I'm thinking Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart, myself. right. But like, like with the straight talk wrestling and then you, that's your brand as it is. And then now you're, you know, straight talking about calling somebody out on their shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, but why don't you like that person? Do you not like the person because of the way they look? Because we shouldn't judge people on the way they look. Is it on the way that they if act? If we did that, I would have no chance. Right? Is it the way that they look or is it the way that they act or is it something that they said? Right. You know, whether it be backstage or not. I mean, some realism is good. You need stories. Um, as a fan myself, I want to, I want to invest into that. So if I'm going to see you and Dave wrestle, what's the story there? Or am I just seeing you and Dave wrestle? Right. Right? Right. What, get, what, what makes the fan interested in that? And that's why, as professional wrestlers, we put on shows. Right. To show for the fans to be invested in. It's, it's entertainment, too. But so, I also call it, and I, I don't know if you'll agree with it or not. I've said this numerous times on my show. I call it the most amazing art form that there is out there. Mm -hmm. Because literally, after all the promos are cut, yeah. after all the shit talking is over, it's you staring down your opponent or opponents in your guy's case. The other side of the ring and the time for talking is over. Yeah. Now you're doing all the talking with what I call the dance mm -hmm. inside that ring. Yeah. And sometimes you have chemistry and sometimes you don't. So I right. pose this question to you. Okay. Of all the matches you've had and all the indie stuff you've had, in the tag team side of stuff, mm -hmm. or even in your singles runs before you guys became a tag team, right. who would you consider the one person other than Dave that you had the absolute most chemistry with in the ring? Like when you just went out there and you pre-planned everything, because as we all know, the matches are pre-planned, but still what you guys do in that ring is a risk yeah. and it is an art form. Yeah. Who would you consider to be one of the people you just right away, boom, you clicked and it was just pure, unadulterated, yeah. just you guys, you clicked. You knew, you knew the move sets and the way you did it. You walked out, you walked yeah. after 20 minutes in the ring, you went back, you sat down, you slugged some water and you just said, fuck. Yeah. I consider that a top five of my career. Hmm. Have you have ever had an opponent like that where you just had that instant chemistry in the ring? I, I have some, uh, some really good chemistry with Mike Forte, who's a Hamilton pro wrestling champion. Um, him and Dave had a little bit of a scuffle as a storyline, but like Mike and I in the ring, just things picked up and we could, you know, we could just do it. You know, we did things that we didn't know we could do. Um, but I kind of, if I was to say, and, and I could say this on a tag team, like my, my favorite match that I've had was uh, at one of our events with HWE where Dave and I took on the gym rats, uh, which is Hacker, Scotty O'Shea, and uh, Del Bruno. Yeah, both and, guys are amazing. I've had both guys oh, on the yeah. show as well. They're fantastic. You know people. what, and, and we had a, geez, I think the match was like 20, almost 25 minutes. And the match was in memory of Dave's brother-in-law uh, who passed away. Um, so we did that, but the match just, the way that those guys who have much more experience than we do um, 
the, the match was phenomenal. Like, you know, and I don't, sometimes there's like too many spots in a match. Uh, Dave did a destroyer, Canadian destroyer. I don't, like, I never seen, I, I, first of all, I've never seen him do it. I never thought he'd be able to do it. But those guys, it was easy. It, things happen, you know what I mean? And uh, I would say that that's not only it's a, is it my favorite match that I've had, but working with two guys and having that kind of chemistry in the ring to put on a, a match like that, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Wow. Well, like, shout out to the hacker, Scotty O'Shea and Alessandro Del Bruno. I mean, that, that's pure artistry in motion. Yeah. But there's one thing that I, I haven't seen at a battle art show that I, I'm interested to see. Okay. And, and it's something that maybe... Raunchy as, nuts? As, no, no, raunchy nuts for sure, absolutely. <laughs> I know. Maybe one half. Yeah, yeah. One half. Maybe one half. Yeah. <laughs> but the one who's bigger. The one who's bigger, yeah, for sure. And who has a, a better haircut. Yeah. I mean, you don't just have a straight mohawk. You've got things working for and you. And he cut it too. So yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's almost like he does screwed what, he, what he wished he could do on his own yeah. head, but he did. He screwed yours. himself. He screwed himself out of it, essentially. But I haven't seen a lot of stipulation matches. Stipulation and matches. Now, I get okay. it. Stipulation matches, there's a stigma kind of around that too, because yeah. it's like you stick guys or girls in stipulation matches who you don't think are technical ability in the ring. Okay. And I'm not saying that that's a stigma that I've, I've heard a lot of, but I have heard some people say that, you know, oh, they put this guy and this guy in the match together because they're not technically sound, but with weapons involved or with this involved, it ups the ante. Would you not agree with me, Dave, on that? Would you agree with yeah. me as well? So I haven't seen a lot of stipulation matches, ladder matches, uh, money in the bank style matches. I've seen Royal Rumbles. They've had battle royals here, which are yes. fantastic. They bring the whole roster out. It's for a sure. lot of fun. Yeah. Anytime, because you don't know who's coming through and everybody gets excited for like a Royal Rumble type match. Yeah. But would you guys consider if one of your students came up to you and said, listen, you know, this is a storyline we've kind of been building for a while. Mm -hmm. There's no other way to finish this, but to do it in this style of match, for whether sure. it be a last man standing, whether it be a no tables, bar. no holds bar, yeah. tables, ladders, and chairs. Is that something we're going to start seeing within the new battle arts regime? Because I mean, like you said, Anthony's the heartbeat, yeah. but let's face it. There are some wrestlers out there who do get into this because they want to put somebody through a table for sure. For so sure. if somebody comes up to you and says, listen, this is the only way we can settle this. Like if Joe Gonzalez comes back for his rematch for his title mm -hmm. against his tag team partner, whose name is completely escaping me right Matt now. Matt Black. Matt Black. Yeah. Thank you. If he comes back and he says, AC, listen, Dave, we got to do this mm -hmm. as, a, as a, a 30 minute Ironman match. There's no other That'd way to cool. do this. That'd be cool. We got to do it. Can we do it? Yeah. Would you guys be okay with that? Or, or I mean, safety comes first, obviously. For sure. You got to do it in a safe manner. I mean, if I, if, if, if we don't trust that you're able to to do a match like that, then absolutely not. But if if, if done safely, like I'm I'm game for that. There's a ladder here. It's it reminds me of the it's, it looks like the Shawn Michaels ladder from WrestleMania 10. You know, and it's like knowing I, Anthony, it might very well be. <laughs> I want to see a ladder match. <clears throat> I have not seen one in this arena. I want to see. I've seen one with Destiny. But I have not seen one with Ballard's. And yeah. like I said, you guys have such a great roster. Mm -hmm. Stigmas aside, and even HWE has a great roster. I mean, the, 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 the matches, mm -hmm. the dream matches from an Ontario indie fan that can happen. Yeah. Well, like, I would love to see Raunchy Nuts go after the Ballard's tag team titles. That, that could happen. I'd love to see Lee Costa smack both of you around. Yeah. But I'd also like to see you guys get your licks I'd in, like too. I'd like to give Lee Costa our three-meat treat finisher. I think that would be epic. Who knows? Who, it could happen. Who knows? And then while he's down there, you could say, eat it, beat it, and repeat it, motherfucker. That's because right. I just took your goal. That's right, right? Exactly. That's right. Look at that. I cut a promo yeah. on the fly. I'm so gifted. Um, <laughs> with th those matches, though, like I, I, I would love to see that. Um, if someone was down for a hair versus hair match, why not? It's a I'd story. love to see rip. I'd love to see rip impact. Mm -hmm. 
versus Matt Black for bragging rights of a unified world champion well, between both rosters. That's what I would fucking I, love to I see. listened to the podcast that you had with Scarlett, and you talked about exclusives for your podcast. Are, am I going to get an exclusive right now? The hair on the back of my neck just stood up. Right. Don't fuck around with me So now. I will give you an exclusive. Okay. okay. Is this my early Christmas gift? Because this is going to drop in December. It is. Because right. it's what you're talking about. I was really about. hoping for an Eden and Rabita shirt for free. Oh, but okay. Okay. I'll take okay. the exclusive. We'll <laughs> maybe if we charge you more for the haircut, maybe we'll give you a shirt. It's fucking you know. haircut again. Right? 40 bucks for a shirt. You know? <laughs> if you want to talk, sir, you have to get on camera. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Keep, it, keep your mouth shut there. <laughs> uh, but... With the exclusive, with what you're talking about, with, you know, different rosters, uh, we do plan, obviously this pandemic has played a part in it, um, but there will be HWE Battle Zone here from the Don Cole of Arena. Um, we plan on having that be a Monday Night Raw-esque program, um, maybe bringing that back to a one hour like Monday Night Raw used to be instead of dragging out for three hours long. I mean, obviously we all love content, but sometimes it's hard to sit through three hours. That middle hour is shit. Right. I'll, t I'll tell so, Vince McMahon to his face, that middle hour is garbage. Right. You know what right. I do during that middle hour? I, I, I eat. You eat. Yeah. A lot. Take a bathroom break. I, I do, sometimes. You know, I'll mix myself a drink, check a cocktail out maybe. Check out the hair. Check out, check out see what's going on. Check see out what's the going hair. On, you know? um, but HWE, battle zone. What happens in the battle zone, who knows? We might have part of the HWE roster. We may be surprised with Battle Arts roster members. And who knows, there, you know, uh, we could have the Women's Championship defended on HWE Battle Zone. We could, you know, again, with the Heavyweight Championship. So um, HWE does not have a light heavyweight champion. Well, Battle Arts does, and we got Sexy Stan. So uh, Battle Arts doesn't have a TV champion. Well, there's Johnny D. So there's exciting things uh, definitely to come and, and what will happen, uh, we don't know. Um, I would, that, that would be you know, an additional exclusive. That's kind of like a Christmas and New Year's, you know, but the exclusive of the HWE Battle Zone. It's a, no, that, that, that's huge. Yeah, that's, that's huge. That's, that's, I can't wait for that. Yeah, that's awesome. And obviously, if it's a Monday Night Raw, that's, there'll be a voice needed to tell the story. Right? And I am definitely, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Kickle my throat. 100% available. <laughs> yeah. no. Hey, uh, voices, characters, it's, it's, it's the whole, you know, the whole nine, so. Uh, that's, a, that's a huge exclusive, and it drops right here on my show, yeah. and that's, I, yeah, that's awesome. So I, I can't wait to see it when yeah. it happens. Yeah, I can't wait to get the phone call when you need a voice to tell a story. Right. Again, I'm available. Right. Um, and I'm pretty cheap, really. Very cheap, actually. It's good to know. It's, yeah. Ridiculously cheap. A cup That's of coffee, maybe, and pay for my gas. That's I'm good okay. To know. Yeah, <laughs> gas is expensive nowadays. I mean, it's dropping because of the pandemic. Yeah, true. It's yeah. under a dollar. Yeah. I mean, shit. You know, I aged myself one when, when it was really bad back in March and April. Remember, it was like seventy-eight yeah, cents. Yeah, that was awesome, man. I said to my daughter, "I'm like, wow, seventy-eight cents. I haven't had it since I was 18. She goes, yeah. "Dad, that's a long time ago." When I started driving, that's a long time ago. When I started driving, I think it was maybe sixty-five, fifty-nine cents a liter. I remember that when I started driving. I remember watching old movies from the 50s when somebody pulls over to fucking get a their, uh, gas pack of cigarettes and you can even buy gin back in the day. You yeah, buy, yeah. Oh, 10 it's bucks. Like, like, no, it wasn't even 10 bucks. It was like 87 cents. Amazing. You fill your car for inflation. under a dollar. It's inflation. It's know? ridiculous is what it is. That's why prices of haircuts go up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what else goes up? Tanning. Okay, yeah. tanning goes tanning up. Tanning goes up. And we all, yeah. we've seen that because look what happens when Donald Trump tan sprayed himself, yeah. right? He looks like yeah. a fucking Cheeto. He, he lost an election. Yeah. 
Yeah. The tiger from Cheetos is just hating us oh, right yeah. now. Cheeto, we're going to get a cease and desist letter from Cheetos. Yeah. I guarantee you it's going to happen. Bring it on, Cheetos. So before we go, because this has been an absolute amazing conversation, I want to thank you. Thank I do you. always announce this at the end of every show, is that you are now officially a member of the Straight Talk family. Thank so you. anytime you want to come back on the show, I'd absolutely love thank to have you. you. And maybe next time, Dave can stop chirping stuff in the corner and actually put his face on yeah. camera. Yeah. But I get it. You want to show... You want to show the best-looking member first. Every tag team has a good-looking member much, and a bad-looking member. Yeah. And you know what? I wholeheartedly agree with you. I know you do. Right? I, I know agree. you. I agree. That's right. Yeah. So um, before we go, one other question to do. The long-term goal, I'm always looking to the long-term goal. I'm looking towards the future. When Absolutely. I talked to Scarlett, I talked about what I saw for her in 2021 and how she was somebody to watch. Uh, Bianca Crelly's interview is going to be dropping before your guys. Her and I had an amazing conversation. And there's definitely a few more members of the Battle Arts roster that I would love to tap into because like I do, I think the roster's great. Yeah. And now knowing you guys, I always want to interview the head honchos first before I start tapping into anybody else's roster. But now H HWE's roster, I'm assuming, is officially open to me as well. Right. But the long-term goal for you guys in mm -hmm. Battle Arts and what you want to do with the Ontario Performance Centre, how do we shape things now because you've already put in some impressive stuff that we were talking about which now you can take the time to talk about those things yeah. other partnerships that have come into play here yeah. and what you're doing now yeah. but what the long-term goal is what is the five-year plan for what you guys have planned for the battle arts academy okay well uh with battle arts academy being home at the ontario performance center uh you know some things are in place right now to develop the athletes of tomorrow um you know so with that being said you know and this is a wrestling podcast, so I'll touch on the wrestling at the end. Um, we have Muay Thai, we have Jiu Jitsu, we have Olympic wrestling. We wanna bring the boxing program back, um, which you may be happy about. Um, not only with that, now we have education here. So with education involved in the Elite Intelligence Academy coming in with Paul and then Dango Hockey, and we have a pad here now. So there's hockey skills, there's, you know, which they do hockey skills, they do training. Um, you know, again, education-based, and we have all of the sports here for all of our athletes. So we're literally building the athletes of tomorrow. And um, with that being said, you know, this is the Ontario Performance Center. It is not going away. We are here to take what Anthony created, taking it to another level. Um, you know, more, more brains in here now, like there's, there's more people, uh, with more, more heads to think and, uh, and all that with the wrestling, because this is a wrestling podcast. What I do want to see out of here in the future is battle arts students in the Ontario indie scene more, you know, to be utilized more, to make an impact more. Um, there are, yes, there are. Uh, I wouldn't say fast tracks to, to other promotions. You always have to earn your keep. You have to earn your keep no matter where it is in life, whether it's in a facility like this or even at home. You have to earn, you know, uh, you put in what you get, right? Or you get what you put in. So um, I definitely want to see the students uh, take it up uh, to another level, um, whether that be here, you know, obviously we're a part of the indie scene. Uh, there are many others, um, and then again with Anthony and everything that we talked about before. So it's like, you know, there's there's a lot of room to grow here, and uh, we're very much, you know, hoping to be a part of the the growth. That's like, you know, then, now, forever, 
Oh shit! Oh shit! Segway. Let's keep the ball rolling. Absolutely, absolutely. So that that those are the goals here, and that's what we're trying to accomplish now and looking ahead into 2021. So I like it. That was a fantastic answer and a fantastic way to wrap up this podcast. Thanks, brother. And just so people can who don't may not follow you, where can they find you on the wonderful world of social media? Well, uh, on social media, obviously you can follow at Battle Arts Academy BAA. Um, We do have uh, Facebook as well. Uh, There's um, the uh, HWE uh, Facebook page uh, on Instagram at the official HWE and if you want to follow the better half of raunchy nuts the nuts in the raunchy right then I'm uh, what am I at the coconut at the coconut yeah. at the coconut so um, you'll, you'll see my name pop up there so uh, that's where you could find us um, obviously the, you know we'll have that stuff posted everywhere else so Thank you very much for uh, for plugging that and having me on. No I was problem. very much looking forward to letting everyone know what we plan on doing moving forward. So, And I'm glad that I gave you the platform to do that. Thank As you. always, guys, I'm your host, your boy, and you know my socials, but just because I'm a glutton for self-promotion at Straight Talk Wrestling on Facebook, at Straight Talk Wrestling on Instagram, and underscore Straight Talk on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter. My following on there is growing. 1,100 people now. Follow this guy. Yeah, follow me because I'm follow amazing. Follow this guy. Moneymaker. Right here. And I want to thank the better half of Raunchy Nuts. The Nuts in Raunchy right? Nuts. AC thank you very much, coming. George. And you can also follow. Dave, you want to shout? Nah, Dave doesn't want to shout out his socials. But I'm sure if you follow AC, you can get Dave through that. Yeah, yeah. He'll, you'll find him there. Absolutely. <laughs> As always, guys, I'm your host, your boy. Peace, love, and wrestling. See you guys next week. Peace. Hey, guys. It's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease and financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call. 888-656-656. 3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay. Buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com. Thank you.